0: Now, Jojo Paul, right. we are back in full effect because we got a lot of championships to hand out.
1: Right, too, back as a matter of fact.
0: Yeah, let's go ahead and get it started. Don't welcome into the fastest 20 minutes of sports talk on these year It is the Untitled Sports Show. Mm-hmm. Mel's on the MIC. And I'm Jojo Paul. And, of course, we got a lot of championship hardware to hand out.
1: That's right. We're going to start with St. Louis winning the Stanley Cup in seven games, as I called it. You did call I it. I called it. I said this would go seven games. So the streets of St. Louis is booming with the sounds of
0: Laura Branigan. Gloria. Play Gloria. Play Gloria. I mean, and again, one of the fascinating things that I found out about the uh, the Stanley Cup Finals this year, highest rated hockey in almost 30 years. Right. The, the, is this, so is hockey back? Is is it back? See, the thing about hockey is when it's back,
1: there's something that's looming on the horizon called the labor <laughs> issues. So They're back already at this addressing again. this. Yes. In 94, 95... You know, going into that season when the New York Rangers ended the curse, right? They beat the uh, Vancouver Canucks in seven games. Hockey hit its apex, followed by a work stoppage the next season. So we're going, we're about to go do it again in two thousand three. Uh-huh. Same thing. Hockey was popular. You know, a team won. Like I think it was Tampa Bay that won that year. Uh-huh. Had a labor stoppage. Mm-hmm. So every time hockey hits the apex, Gary Bettman fucks it up, <laughs> basically. But an interesting side story about the St. Louis Blues. This is the. Last time they were in the Stanley Cup was back 50 years ago, the infamous Bobby Orr goal when they lost. So it was 50 years later they win. And an interesting note, they let a non-hockey player touch the cup. Mm -hmm. It was their, uh, I wouldn't call her a mascot, but they were really hardcore to dedicate this postseason run to a little girl named Layla Anderson, I believe. Mm Mm-hmm. And they let her actually hold the cup and kiss. And there's a picture of her, you know, kissing the cup.
0: Well, that's a beautiful thing. And clap it up for St. Louis once again. Uh, even though, you know, your city got some issues, I still – we're still happy for y'all. You know what I'm saying? I actually watched Game 7. I watched uh, – I think I caught it in the uh, second period. I caught it in the second period and watched from then on. Uh, and it was fascinating to watch. Uh, uh, St. Louis was just dominant. Just dominant. And, and uh, the, the uh, Bennington, the uh, yes. goalie. St- a young fantastic. goaltender at that. Fantastic. There was a lot of questions about him going into this series because right. uh, uh, he was giving it up a lot of goals and he was first, but he was standing up on his head all throughout that series and especially right. during Game 7. I mean, he literally shut Boston the hell down. Right. And, uh, and I saw a hungry St. Louis team. I think they smelled the blood in the water. I mean, because all series long, the main thing I was peeping out about Boston was the fact that their penalty killing was immaculate. Like they, It was like they played better when they were shorthanded than they right. were full. You know, I found that so fascinating. <laughs> but then again, you find that fascinating about hockey altogether.
1: It's- Some of the best teams to win Stanley Cups didn't necessarily have the best power play, but their penalty killing was lights out.
0: Now, now, St. Louis, on the other hand, I saw them struggling with the penalty kills. But mm-hmm. when they got hot, they got hot. Right. And they were scoring goals
1: by the dozens. And like I said, they are an embodiment of their coach. That is a player's coach, Craig Berube. And I think it's time to
0: pay this man. If they if they are if they didn't pay this man by now they fucking up.
1: Well, they, they, he didn't want to interrupt the postseason with talks of his contract. He said he would wait it out and wait till the off season to address it.
0: And now you're fired. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, St. Louis, I think, is going
1: to cut the man the check because they he did what no other coach could well, do we thought about in this, their history. But we
0: thought this about the Capitals too. Yeah, we thought Leonosis,
1: was, the owner is cheap.
0: I mean, well, <laughs> you know, I mean, we thought about this with with the Capitals too when they won last year. Right. You see what happened with that? It's just you know. The 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 front office management of hockey is just so damn weird. Yeah, it, it like as a sport as it's a sport, it's weird. Right, but you know at the same time you got these great players, these great teams, these great coaches, and y'all just and then once again, like you said before, we're headed into possibly another work stoppage with right. hockey. Right, they're
1: addressing it now. I may be another hockey season before it hits, but I mean you're coming off a very good run in your TV ratings.
0: I mean, it was the highest rated show of the week. It outranked the NBA finals and, and everything. Seven
1: games never hurts.
0: Right. I mean, well, again, again, there is no uh, let's be honest here. There's no more exciting game seven in the in the sports world than the hockey sports in the, the no, hockey's game seven. I agree. I mean, because, I mean, damn it. I mean the NBA <laughs> is great. I mean, let's get it real here. The NBA is great, but in most cases, you end up getting blowouts in some in those kind of situations. Uh but the NHL, the game sevens are but this game seven was never in question, never in doubt. <laughs> it was never nah. in doubt would st louis, st. louis
1: I, put the choke hold on them
0: i mean they did when they got smelled the blood in the water they shut it down and they right. killed them immediately right and uh ended up scoring i think four goals in that game right bennington was shutting them down and then the, from what i read there was like early in the first they was already up to nothing and they only had took 10 shots on goal yeah.
1: <laughs> you basically go into a preventive like a more defensive posture they'll call it like neutral zone traps they'll just lay back and just shut them down in the neutral zone.
0: Man, I mean, it was a fantastic series. So once again, let's clap it up and play the glory. Oh, hail the Chief Craig
1: Berube and his St. Louis Blues.
0: Clap it up for St. Louis. Congratulations on the NHL Championship. The first one for that city. Right. Uh, they, uh, they already party in the streets. Right, I've seen that. They, they ain't been to sleep yet. Another city they ain't been to sleep yet is Toronto. Congratulations. I got that one wrong though, Joe DePaul. You were right about game I six. I did yes. say it was going to go six. But I got the team wrong.
1: <laughs> let's just tell the truth. The injury bug has not hit Golden State right. when it needed to hit, which would be the postseason. They've right. always been rather healthy. Right. This season was a different story.
0: Yes, I think the uh, the grind of the season caught up with them. Uh, they would, they were, they were grinding. I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't like in previous years where, uh, they were just running straight through everybody. They still had a long road hole because everybody's up in their game, getting better and getting better. Uh, but that, you know, what really hurt me and here's the thing. I didn't have a dog in this fight, right? You know, I know I, I wanted, I had the Warriors in six, but I really didn't have a dog in this fight. But when I saw Clay Thompson go down, I remember I put it on Twitter. I said, Oh no, man, this sucks. This right. really sucks because you want to see, as a basketball fan, I want to see your best. I out want to there. see the
1: stars out there playing at their peak.
0: Right. I want to see the best out there right. going up against the best. This, uh, but, let, but let's get off Golden State for a minute and give all the swag and, and all the, oh, the props to Toronto. Kawhi Leonard
1: deserves whatever props he had coming.
0: It's time to start talking about Kawhi Leonard being possibly one of the top five greatest players in basketball history. It's time to have that conversation. Let's I- be honest here.
1: Right, statistically, I would say right now he probably is. Him and Kevin Durant are probably the two most dominant players in the NBA.
0: Well, let's say that here's why I say in history because after this playoff stretch with Kawhi, he's now been only him, Kareem, and LeBron have taken two different franchises to NBA titles. Right, so that puts him in elite company right there. Right. That already puts him in elite company. Also, highest winning percentage of active players uh, who played more than four hundred games. The number one player on that list is Kawhi Leonard. Really, he beat LeBron and he beat uh, Kareem. Interesting. Highest win percentage of one player in the history of basketball with a minimum of four hundred games is Kawhi Leonard. It's time to start having that conversation because this man took this. This man is a dynasty. For starters, he killed already killed one dynasty. He already killed. The, he killed. He already killed the Miami dynasty back in when, when when he was with San Antonio. Right. And now he's killed this Golden State dynasty. Right. It's like it's like all these great teams have this one thing in common. They run into this brick wall called Kawhi Leonard. Right. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, I've never seen a basketball player with such a, a fantastic run of focus in the playoffs.
1: And I'll say this as well. His teammates also stepped up. They they kind of went to sleep on the Philadelphia series, but they all stepped up to help him out.
0: Right, and, uh, well, with the Philadelphia series, the one thing that I saw was they came to the realization that this is their year. I think right. with that when they beat Philly, because everybody was like, "Philly's got it, Philly's got it, Philly's gonna beat Toronto, Philly's gonna beat Toronto." Yeah, all they got everyone's is gonna
1: say they're gonna run out of gas. Right? They
0: all they got is Kawhi. Kawhi gonna run out. All of they, gas. They, got, they got is Kawhi. But right. then you seen Van Vleet step up. You seen uh, one, the, possibly the one of the, the. I have to say this. He's probably the the playoffs finals run MVP. Has to go to Pascal Siakam. Yes. I, he was phenomenal. I couldn't pronounce his name. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Pascal Siakam was yes. phenomenal. He manned up. I, he manned the hell up. Everybody on that team manned up. And the thing that I saw was they made that starting five matched up physically they seemed like they were bigger stronger and defensively hungrier than golden state right they in, had the answers in every way shape or form so it was a phenomenal six game series by Toronto I gotta give them all the props man especially yes. Kawhi uh Kyle Lowry Kyle Lowry got a lot of slander in game five because he took that shitty three-pointer and, which at the end of the day you know Kyle Lowry was the one who started this sort of this, 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 this Toronto. He's been there for like six, seven years. He came mm-hmm. there as a free agent. He's been through the, the the struggle times. I, I said it on the night it happened. Why can't he take the championship shot? He should. He should take the championship shot because he was there the longest. Right. But then again, everybody was clowning that. Oh, Kyle Lowry, size Kyle Lowry. So Kyle Lowry came out there and game him and and smoked the shit out of everybody moving on that court. <laughs> Steph Curry, everybody. Steph, which I found weird because. Everybody, the, the the way Toronto played, their rotations were setting up to where they always had a center on Kyle Lowry, whether it was Boogie or Draymond right. Green, and he was so, he's so little and he can out and so he was just so quick on Speed, these guys. Yep. He was killing them. He was killing them. So whenever Kawhi would ever go to the bench, you know they would have their struggles and have their issues, but they still were able to maintain uh the focus and keep the game going. Right. So. Uh, man, that Toronto team, like I said, as far as a team of players without no big names, no lottery players, no all stars besides Kyle Lowry and Kawhi, they were able to get it done. And so this is pretty much once again killing the notion of the super team in the NBA. You don't need a super team; you just need players that know how to play. They fucking roll, right? That's and that's it, and, and that's what I saw in this Toronto team, and that's why they are very much deserving of the championship. Uh, fantastic series once again Uh, but shout out to Boogie Cousins hey Boogie how you feeling out there champ <laughs> you left New Orleans you left a playoff team in New Orleans and you left 50 million dollars on the table to go get that cheap ring and didn't get it didn't get it you got a toilet bowl ring maybe hate to see it boss hate to see it Boogie hate to see it hate to see it happen to you but hey you know that's what happens you know more, yep. more of that Nola karma I love this karma that's going on with all y'all <laughs> players who don't want the, who don't want to play in New Orleans I all love right. the karma love since it
1: since we're drifting off the championship, we're talking into like teams. Free
0: agency market, I think, is going to be the most intriguing in years. It's going to be bananas because now you got now you have the situation with Klay Thompson and Kevin Durant both being injured with ACL injuries going into free and agency. And
1: they are saying that Kevin Durant probably will not set foot on a court this year, this upcoming season.
0: But there's still a lot of teams that st- I mean, listen, when you got a talent like that, you mm-hmm. still have to consider. Right. I mean, because the thing about Kevin Durant is he has that long reach, he has that long shot, and it's undefendable. He's damn near undefendable in this league. So, you know, do you throw max money at him at this point? Because a lot of teams may do that. Yes. Even though he may not even set foot on the court in a year.
1: Is Kawhi going to want to stay in Toronto?
0: (sighs) Ah, That's a tough one. Yeah. Because you know what? At the end of the day, you accomplished the goal. Right. You accomplished the goal. You set forth for when you signed there and you got there. So now you don't really owe that team anything. (laughs) So you really don't owe Toronto shit. He, he can, is Toronto willing
1: to pan out the Bucks to keep him?
0: I'm quite sure they are at this point,
1: so mm-hmm. they could make another try to see they can make another run at it. Now, since they won a championship, mm-hmm. would they would that be a possible destination for other free agents?
0: Uh, probably not at this point, because I think again you got a team that's that's together, that mm-hmm. seems to be together and love each other, and, and it's a unit that's strong. Uh, my question is the, the thing that I that's that's over my head about Kawhi is do you do you want to come back? He's shown he can be the man. He yeah. is the alpha. He is the man. Yeah. Let's be clear. He's the man. Now. He doesn't need a shotgun partner. No, he really doesn't. And for now again, he's taken two franchises mm-hmm. to, to NBA titles and two NBA MVP finals MVP awards. So, you know, that's the question with Kawhi. Uh so this free agency situation is gonna be you got Kyrie out here. He just switched management. Mm-hmm. He signed the Rock Nation, who just so happens to be owned by Jay Z, who used to be the owner of the Brooklyn Nets.
1: There's a lot of talk that Brooklyn may be the destination of choice for
0: some of these free agents. That's what it's starting to look like because they are the power team in New York right now, unlike a certain other team in Madison Square Garden. And that owner is hands-off. He's not a
1: nosy imbecile like Dolan is.
0: Right. Absolutely. So it's going to be a lot of questions. This free agency market is going to be buh Nah, Normally, nice. when the NBA season's over, it's over for me, but I'm going to be paying close attention. Because it's going to be wide open. Right. You probably never seen, you know, every few years you get a shuffle like this. You get a major. Not like this. No. I think this is probably the best in pro- over a decade. Ah! I remember one a few years ago. There was one a couple years back when, uh, when, uh, when LeBron, of course. every time LeBron, usually it's the, the, when the LeBron sweepstakes begins. It's when you start having a lot of this nonsense going on. Uh, so that's the real question: is 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 who's going to go where? Okay. Next question. Okay.
1: Since you are on the New Orleans uh-huh. Karma, uh huh. Anthony Davis, where does he end
0: up? Uh, he's going to either the Knicks. Depending on if they could get a third team in to, get to to trade up for him, or he's going to go to L.A. At this now, again, let me be clear on this. Now I know previous pods, I was I was I was on the anti-trade AD the Lakers bandwagon, but I'm at the point now where we've been able to sit down and calm down and look at things effectively. And L.A. may have the best deal, but they got to get a third team involved. They have to. They're going to have to because th- we don't want Lonzo Ball.
1: The funny thing is, all these sports pundits at a certain Four-letter station yeah, there course. in Connecticut. The worldwide leader. The yes. worldwide leader yes. They have every scenario with the Lakers having Ball go to New Orleans.
0: Well, he's going to go to Phoenix or something else. It depends. Whoever <laughs> the third team is that they can get to interject because now they're saying that the holdup is Kyle Kuzma. Yes, we want Kyle Kuzma. Yes. We want Kuzma, but apparently the Lakers saying, no, he's off limits. You can't have Kuzma. Well, oh, well, then, then there goes your trade. There goes your trade. That's well, about the only well, thing you'd want. Maybe Ingram. Well, call Dell Demps then. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to Dale because we're not talking no more. Give us Kuzma, and you can have AD. You can have him. But at this point, at this point, uh, the reason why I may think the Knicks, is the Knicks, because the Knicks don't have any assets to give up, but the Knicks are going to go get a third team. I think they're going to go out and right. actively seek a third team to make this deal happen. Uh, and plus, the fourth pick is up for grabs as well from LA. So you know, it's a lot. Of, and a LA lot. LA does
1: have some leverage. They have
0: the leverage right now.
1: It's just they don't like. To part with Kuzma.
0: <laughs> when are you going to have to part? How bad y'all want AD? How bad do you want him? How bad y'all want this so-called... Because at this point, something y'all ain't paying attention to. That i paid attention to doing the NBA Finals. AD is doing all the MIB promos and stuff like that. That boy don't want to win. That boy won't be a movie star.
1: Uh, He's so, more worried So
0: LA is probably the place he, he wants really, to, really wants yeah, to go. Exactly. He wants to be a media star. He wants commercials, and he wants endorsements, and he won't be in the movies and TV shows. He... All the greats won first, then did all that. Okay? Yes. That's the problem with y'all generation now. Nah. Jordan didn't do Space Jam until after he won his rings. Several rings. LeBron ain't doing Space Jam too, but after he won his rings. They didn't do it before they won the championships. Uncle Drew, Kyrie Irving, when did movies. Ain't won a damn thing yet. Still ain't won a chip. So, I mean, that, so... Y'all can have him at this point. I'm, I'm pleased. Uh, y'all can have him. We're getting Zion next week, baby. And the trade is going down. It's, it's really going down. So uh, I'm excited about the future basketball. What about I'm Kevin there. Durant? Kevin D, I, 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 if I'm if I'm a betting man, I say that the Warriors will make him a deal, will make him a max contract offer. I think With so.
1: Willing to, they, they pretty much think Klay Thompson's
0: out. Yes. So I think I Klay's think out, too. I think Klay's, too. He's going to be the tougher sell. He's going to be the tougher sell as far as getting another team to commit to that since he's got this injury. I think he's going to be the tougher sell. Uh, uh, But KD, I think the Warriors, just based off the fact that this man laid his Achilles out on the line for this team, is – could get a max contract
1: we discussed this earlier and i i said it was a catch 20 catch 20 situation for him because if he didn't play everyone would be like oh he don't want to help that team win. right, right. And if he did play and he got hurt oh he shut up and played he could have stayed healthy and right so either way he was kind of screwed
0: but like like he said on Instagram he came and made a post on instagram saying you know you know, I've wanted to be out there. Yeah. It was my choice to be out there. And he put all that nonsense to rest right. for the most part, despite the fact that was like a 48 hour debate on social media. Any athlete that is not 100% has the opportunity to play,
1: will play. And that is in every sport. Absolutely. Especially in the postseason. Absolutely. So that's why I'm never going to
0: knock KD for that. No, I, I
1: don't. I got major props for
0: him. He, he's a fascinating player, man. And he's one of the all time greats. I do think the Warriors will make him a max offer as a thank you as an appreciation for for all his work and also recognizing that, hey, we do need you to win. So I think that's going to happen.
1: Yeah, because Boogie ain't going to get that money. Boogie ain't getting (laughs) that
0: money. Boogie ain't getting that money. Boogie can't get that money now. From From what I understand, he got... Since he signed for the vet minimum, that's he all he get. That's all he has to get Ooh. now. He's got he can't he can't go get like the elevators, like uh, like the max contracts that everybody else is getting. Because now when he turned down New Orleans and he turned on everybody else, and we ain't got that vet minimum, he has to start from the bottom again. mm hmm Mm-mm. shame. shame 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 shame. 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 That's what you get for trying to chase cheap rings, champ. Anyway, uh, we want going to wrap things up with some football real quick. You had some. You had read an interesting article.
1: I wrote an interesting article at the four-letter again. It was talking about the demise and the final 48 hours of the AF.
0: We were big fans of the AF. We was hoping, rooting for the AF. Right. Uh, the the
1: Alliance the surface, of America football. everything looked good. Uh-huh. But there were a few questions, but the thing I noticed was when uh, the NHL owner of the Carolina Hurricanes stepped in and sunk some money in. Uh-huh. It kind of
0: gave me a weird feeling. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Because, you know, I'm more of a sinister conspiracy theorist as you are. Uh, (laughs) Do you think the NHL told him to put some money into this league to shut it down? Have you thought about that? (laughs) I honestly think he did
1: this on his own. Okay. I I think he did it on his own. I think the NHL stepped in and told him to pull a plug. Right. I think they told him to stop putting the money in. Why do you think that? Well, it's during the NHL season. Uh-huh. So now he has a vested interest in two sports. Now, there's owners that own multiple teams. Right. But, I mean, the NHL is not going to go after an owner that owns a hockey team and an NBA team. That's just stupid because the NBA will outdraw the NHL every day of the week. Right. But the AF, uh-huh. a different story. Right. You know, it's ratings. It's, you know, he's sinking capital into something that's iffy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the NHL can, you know, win that ratings war. But not if somebody's working behind the scenes that prop it
0: up, right? Right. I mean, I, I, now I told you this when I first heard it. I think the NHL may have told him step back. Yes, I think. That, so I told you. I said I think they made him stop because uh, you know you know football is king in this country, and you have mm-hmm. this resurgence with the NHL going on right now, and you know folks are tuning in, and his team did go in the postseason. But so there you go. <laughs> so there you go. So we might that might be something to that. But you know. So long to the F. We thank we appreciate the football. We you know we really And we wait eagerly for the next victim to step up to the plate. That would be the XFL. XFL. Even though they even though they've been making some good hires as of late. That's what I've right. seen. They've hiring some like some real pro football people out there over there at right. the XFL. So uh that's the wrap for us though, Jones. What, what you got? What you got? You about to say well, something? Johnny football wants in on that. Oh, but you notice
1: everywhere he goes, he kills it. Yes. He yeah. killed the Cleveland Browns, yes. he killed Canadian football, yes. now he killed the AF. So uh XFL you may wanna Stay Take away. a grain of salt on the Johnny
0: football. Yes, yes. Dude is a, a, a walking uh, stink bomb, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Everything he touches turns to shit, baby. <laughs> it's time for us to get up out of here, though. We appreciate y'all for tuning in to the Untitled Sports Show, the fastest 20 minutes of sports talk on these year. Internets. Uh, go ahead and follow me and subscribe on whatever you're listening to on Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher wherever you may be listening to us at, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and share this pod with your folks. And you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at on the MIC, And you can follow Jojo Paul. Absolutely nowhere. Because he doesn't do social media. For good reason. You guys have a great one. We'll see you guys back here next time on the Untitled Sports Show with Mel and Jojo Paul. Peace.